Hello and welcome to episode number 133 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B-Thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill, and on today's show, we will be talking about the fallout of the Derek Chauvin trial and how it's being covered. And while we normally don't do a lot of clips here on the Random Thoughts Podcast, I wanted to bring you some audio from Candace Owens who was on Tucker Carlson's show, because I think she brings an interesting perspective to this because most of the media is celebrating this event as a great thing. And I'm not sure whether it was or was not. No matter what, this all started with the tragic event of somebody losing their life. And it's being treated at this point as watching a game of uh, whatever your favorite sport is on television as people are cheering these things on. And it's just a very disgusting thing to watch on so many different levels, how people are dealing with this and not understanding the true repercussions of what's going on, not understanding, which is maybe the irony of something that has been so framed in race that you're not seeing the shades of gray. Everybody's only seeing black and white. Nobody wants to admit that things are not always as simple as they would appear to be. And what we have here is people, I believe, seeing a nine-minute video and making decisions based only upon that and i'm not saying that necessarily wasn't the right decision but i think there was a lot more things going on around this case and as i have discussed before here i believe or on grumpy old ben's a show i do with ryan bemrose grumpy old i was uh, very concerned that this trial was going to be fair because i don't know if you can have a jury that is not affected by what the media is saying i don't know if you can have a jury who was not sequestered through all of this that doesn't pay attention to what's been going on in the world things like one of the police officers from california that was an expert witness in this case had a previous home of theirs vandalized including leaving a severed pig's head on the porch i don't think if you're a juror in this case you could be not affected by any of that now it's bad enough when you just have the liberal scumbag media promoting this stuff in this case you had both maxine waters representative from california and president joe biden making comments that well we hope they come to the right verdict now the right verdict to me would be the one that was just after looking at all of the evidence If you're a juror on this case and you have not been sequestered, so you're well aware of 
what's been going on over the last year or so in America when it comes to the violence in the streets, when it comes to the rioting and looting, when it comes to the threats that if we don't get the correct verdict, the correct one that we want, that there's going to be more rioting and there's going to be more looting. If you were a juror, would you be able to block that out and say, we're going to make sure we get justice the fair way? Or are you more concerned for your life and your family's life? Again, a cop that was an expert witness, be lucky for him, I guess, that he moved. But he had a property that he used to live at vandalized because he was an expert witness. That's it. They went after him for that. The mob mentality, the mob went after him for being an expert witness in this case. If you're a juror, do you really think your anonymity is going to be protected if you come back with a not guilty verdict? In this case, and I'm not even saying the not guilty verdict was the correct verdict. I didn't follow this thing that close to a minute detail. I know there were a lot of things that at least brought up questions for me, including the level of narcotics in Mr. Floyd's system. I do believe that the police officers involved in this were at the very least negligent that once he became unresponsive, He should have gotten medical attention immediately, but I think that's a little bit of a different bar than what this trial was all about. And I don't know if I was a juror in this case, if I wouldn't fear for my life enough to go, you know, the guilty verdict is going to be the way that we don't have mobs of people showing up on our lawn in the middle of the night harassing us, threatening us, intimidating us and our family. So I question whether this was actually a fair trial or not. It's bothersome to see the way people are reacting to this again, as if it is some kind of sporting event. I mean, this is maybe how Rome fell, the Colosseum, where there were fights to the death. This is kind of a similar thing. It's a disgusting thing. It is a lack of civilization coming back to a country that I think was doing all right. But that is where we pick up the interview that Tucker Carlson did with Candace Owens, which he posed her the question, when you have to have a murder trial that is colored by politics, that you have to see through a political lens. Doesn't that mean you're already losing civilization? And this is what Candace Owens said. Well, that's correct. And what we're really seeing is mob justice. And, and that's really what happened with this entire trial. This was not a trial about George Floyd or Derek Chauvin. This was a trial about whether right. the media uh, was powerful enough to create a simulation and decide upon a narrative absent any facts, whether it was powerful enough to repeat showing and talking about a nine minute clip that came from somebody's cell phone without adding any context, without showing the full, you know, the full police video, which they could have released. They refused to release the full body cam, which would have added more clarity um, to the fact that the media was 
was lying. You know, the media came out. Let's not forget this, Tucker. The media came out and told us that this was a man who was just getting his life together. He was a good, you know, good member of society. And he got mixed up because a racist white police officer had it out for him and, and killed him. All of that fell apart. All the facts came out and all of that fell apart. We now know, of course, that he had enough fentanyl in him. It was three times the lethal dosage, three times lethal dosage in him when he died. But nobody cares because the media was successful and putting out a narrative and they kept hitting that narrative. And the reason why the Democrats are happy is because they realize, of course, the media supports them and now means the Democrats can get whatever they want because they can create a narrative and then they can treat people like pawns and get them to basically say, if we don't get what we want, we will rob. Riots, we will loot. We will send these people out like soldiers to destroy your neighborhoods. And that is exactly what has happened. That has been the determination of this trial. The media and the Democrats now have enough power to bully, to bully and to lie to and to create propaganda and to successfully win. And that is what happened. And they are celebrating that win today. This was not a fair trial. Only one side. No person can say this was a fair trial. Now, this would be a very dangerous thing for a white commentator to say. It's very dangerous even for Candace Owens, who, if you're not aware, is a black political commentator who is quite conservative. And I'm sure that's no surprise that uh, she gets a lot of hate from the people on the left because it really isn't about the color of your skin. It is about what you believe that is at issue here. And I believe that's really what's going on in America more than anything else. But it's way easier to frame this as white versus black to get people all riled up and if you want to know why they're getting people all riled up go back again do a little bit of homework on the bill Ayers project the weather underground and they talk all about pitting the rich versus the poor the white versus the black the police versus everybody else and a lot of this is coming to fruition because people just don't understand What's going on in this country? A lot of it is because of ignorance. And Candace Owens hit on that next. We have two pandemics going on right now. There's a pandemic of ignorance in this country, and that is only allowed to fly because you also have a pandemic of cowardice in this country. Okay, so we have people that are, are purposefully putting out a bunch of ignorant, ignorant claims. And then we have people that are too cowardly to stand up and say, you know what? This is wrong. There has been so much that has been going on in this country that is wrong. You talk about it. I talk about it. But we do not have people that are sitting in Congress that are willing to take this fight where it needs to be taken. By the way, you bring up Maxine Waters inciting violence. I'm so old, Tucker. I remember when a man said march peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol, and that was considered an insight to violence, right? That was like, oh, my God, stop the press. Get this person disappeared from social media because he is calling for violence. Look at what Maxine Waters says. No one, no one in the media is condemning these condemning these remarks. That same media that condemned, condemned Trump and his supporters for weeks on end is now defending Maxine Waters. And we both know this is not the first time that Maxine Waters has incited violence. Don't forget, rush down. If you see a Trump supporter, you got to rush them down in the restaurants. They're allowed to do this. They play by a different set of rules, but it's because we allow them to play with that different set of rules. They get away with virtually everything because we don't have strong people on our side that are willing to stand up. You know, and, and, and that it's a sad conclusion. It really is so frustrating. And when you're ignorant on an issue, as we talked about on an earlier random thoughts when it came to bias, things all go down to the emotional level rather than having facts. You just get mad and it's way easier to rile people up than it is to educate them. 
And the people on the left know this. They are using this. And we are seeing the results of that in this country now with this trial and other things going on. Maxine Waters, for instance. Yeah, Candace, absolutely right. Maxine Waters shows up in the Minneapolis area and tells the protesters you need to get even more aggressive. Well, (laughs) you don't say Maxine Waters. What do you mean by that? They did accuse Donald Trump of inciting violence. And Maxine Waters is going out talking to the crowds that have been burning and looting the city of Minneapolis and telling them to get more aggressive. As was mentioned in that clip, she did tell people, oh, if you see people from Trump's group out there having dinner, will you get in their face? The violence and the hatred that is being pushed from the left cannot be denied. And it cannot be denied in this case that it may have had an effect. Even the judge in the case chastised Maxine Waters for her comments saying this could actually be grounds for an appeal and an overturning of the verdict, whatever it was going to be, because this was before the verdict was announced. But he was already warning that Maxine Waters and her moronic things that she just did by saying what she did could have an effect on the trial and when it goes to appeal because it's impossible to say that the jury was not influenced by what they saw in the news on television from people like Maxine Waters and there becomes a question of whether we got justice or whether we got a verdict based upon fear based upon intimidation, based upon anything but justice. Ms. Owens did go on to talk about Nancy Pelosi and how she was speaking about George Floyd and how anybody that remembers his name will think of justice. And I mean, again, they're using this poor guy and his memory as a pawn, which is bad enough. And Candace Owens then went on a bit of a tirade rant, whatever you want to call it, about how you might feel if you were one of the victims of George Floyd who had committed crimes, including armed robbery. And I don't necessarily follow her down that rabbit hole because I don't really think what somebody did previously in their life should have any effect upon what happens in a situation Later on, I mean, if you paid the price, he did. I think it was seven different stints in jail, but he was released. He wasn't wanted at the time. And yeah, he had previous indiscretions, was not a perfect human being. The case could probably be made that he wasn't a very good human being. But the bottom line was in this case, you had a guy that died while he was in the custody of the police. And he was telling them he couldn't breathe to give a little bit more information. Again, he was saying that while he was sitting alone in the squad car. And that I'm sure is possibly, you know, Hey, they're crying wolf and you don't get believed if you're crying wolf. The reality is he had three times the 
uh, lethal limit of fentanyl in his system, which probably played at least some effect. I mean, it all depends. When you're a drug abuser, your tolerance goes up and up and up, and he was a pretty big guy. But the fact is, the drugs in the system had to play some kind of a part, which is why I thought they would get the cop on a couple of the lesser charges and probably not the second degree murder. But Candace Owens then wrapped it up this way. They're moving the goalpost already because they're saying right now that that's not enough. That wasn't justice, by the way, because what they're saying is what they want is a perpetual revolution. It's why they want people to be ignorant. It's why they want people in the education system to learn nothing but race and how to be angry. They want people acting like toddlers because when people are ignorant, they act like toddlers. They whine, they complain, they cry because they are absent facts. They are absent knowledge. So we are actually seeing a systemic oppression that is taking place that is rotten. It is throughout our, the propaganda that's taking place in the mainstream media, and it is working with the education institutions, teaching critical race theory and all of this nonsense to make sure that we are mass producing failures that are angry and that are violent and that are willing to riot and loot on behalf of the Democrats, because that's all they want right now are pawns in their nefarious scheme to take over this country. And I think she's absolutely right about that. We're hearing a lot of people saying this is just a beginning. This is not the end with this trial of Derek Chauvin. This is just the beginning of something else. And I don't know what that is because justice allegedly has been served in this case. And there's going to be a bunch of appeals and there's going to be a lot. But this is the legal system that works better than any other system in the world. You have 12 regular people that sit on a jury that hear the case and they decide the fate of the person on trial. This has always been the best possible system. I'm questioning now how this works, though, going forward because of the way the media is now, because of social media, because of the fact that you know that if this jury had come back with a not guilty verdict, And I'm not saying that was the right verdict. I don't know enough. I'm just saying I do believe if they came back with a not guilty, whether that was justified or not. I mean, we can go back to the O.J. Simpson case, right? But they could have come back with a not guilty. And if they did, you know what would be going on in the streets of America. You know what would be going on in the streets of Minneapolis. You know the amount of violence that would have been unleashed. It was still unleashed in Portland. Maybe some of the people, the independent folks, maybe some of the people that consider themselves Democrats will start realizing what's going on here. That what you have with the Black Lives Matter organization, what you have with Antifa are groups that are self-professed against the way America works. They are against the capitalist system. They want socialism. They want Marxism. They want communism. And they want to totally change everything about the United States of America. They want to get rid of the police. They want to get rid of the justice. They want to get rid of everything because prisons are unfair. But nobody wants to talk about the fact that we have a violence problem in this country. I talk about it all the time.
living just outside of Chicago. We know what happens here in the city of Chicago. Every weekend, about 30 plus people get shot. Every weekend, it happens. I mean, it's going on during the week as well, but this is the kind of violence that caused Adam Toledo, the 13 year old, to be out on the street with a gun at 3 a.m. and get killed by the police in what was for all rational people that watch that video a righteous police shooting we had in the moments of the george floyd verdict being read we had an issue in ohio where a black teenage girl was shot by police and this caused outrage as they always do but the police department they got the video of this out in record time and rightfully so because you can see that the moment the girl was shot she had another girl was holding on to her in with one hand and had a knife in her other hand and she raised the knife so she was about to stab and quite possibly kill both of these girls black not that it really should matter but this everything is viewed in a racial lens now was about to bring the knife down and quite possibly kill the other girl when she was shot and killed by police at that point i don't care that it's a teenager it's a violent person with a knife trying to inflict damage or death on somebody else the police have the right to shoot her i mean if you're the parents of the other girl i think you're pretty happy with the results because you don't want your child to be killed the police are there to protect all of us do mistakes happen yes are there bad cops yes are they all bad no do i believe a majority of the police in this country are bad no do i believe there has been a history of protecting the bad cops yeah i do but the system seems to have been getting better over the last years the race issue in this country appears to have been getting better and all of a sudden it has all been dredged back up again and i think a lot of that is due to as candace owen said ignorance of what's really going on i don't think most people in this country or around the world really understand what's going on that there are other forces out there trying to manipulate them into acting a certain way into being a pawn for them in order to bring about the change that they want this is the problem with the education system and this is the problem when you have a media that will applaud and back somebody like Maxine Waters, who is out talking to people who are rioting in the streets, saying you have to get more confrontational if they come back with a not guilty verdict. But then you blast Donald Trump for saying, let's peaceably walk down to the Capitol building. The media is more than corrupt at this point. 
This is more than just propaganda. It is getting dangerous. The country, the fabric of what ties everything together, it's starting to give a little bit. And I think Candace Owens was right in saying that it's because you have so many people who are afraid to stand up and let their voice be heard because they have something to say that they know the left isn't going to like. And we have been mobbed with violence. We have been mobbed with intimidation. People feel like they can't dare say something or they will be targeted. And when that happens, we have lost control. We have lost any semblance of what a free country is supposed to be. We need to be allowed to have fair and honest debates. Our freedom of speech is being shut down. We have the right to bear arms still in this country, although Joe Biden's trying to take that away very quickly. It's amazing gun violence went up the minute Joe Biden was elected. It's crazy, isn't it? It's almost as if it was planned. It's almost as if it's just a narrative. And I don't know if it is or not, because that sounds like a really big conspiracy theory, but it is kind of strange that Joe Biden gets elected and all of a sudden there's mass shootings every other day. The media wants to push a narrative, and part of that narrative is to take your guns away from you, and you should be aware of that. If the Second Amendment falls, there's no question that the First Amendment falls. And both of them are vital to protecting the freedom that we currently enjoy, allegedly anyway, as Americans. The Democrats have also made it clear they would like to pack the court. Joe Biden doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. He shows up maybe once a day. He's in a diminished state. I don't know if anybody can argue that at this point. We don't see Joe. He's not regularly answering questions. Kamala Harris seems to be disappeared, too. She was supposed to go down to the border and fix things. She was put in charge of that three weeks ago now. Since then, she hasn't had any press conferences. What's going on? Why isn't this being talked about? I'm hoping that rational people are finally coming to a breaking point and will understand that it's time for everybody to start standing up, opening their mouth, and having a fair debate about the topics of what's going on in the United States and elsewhere when it comes to things like the lockdowns and racial tensions and let everybody just understand where the problems actually lie because we're being told a lot of things are problems that are not we're being played and it's important to hear both sides of every argument i mean i don't know if you like candace owens or not and maybe she's extreme on one side But the truth always lies somewhere out there. And if you don't hear both sides of an argument, how can you make a reasonable and rational decision on what the truth is? If you're listening to this show, I doubt you need to be told not to trust 
any one source. I don't care who it is. Do your own homework on the things that are important and see what you can turn up. It's always the best way to do things. Find out the truth by listening to what both sides are saying. And I mean, hopefully you have some kind of a BS meter that lets you understand when things are nothing more than political speak. I saw a lot of people reacting to the verdict in the trial of Derek Chauvin with things like, you know, praise Jesus. And it's like, I don't know if this is a good thing. I don't know if we should be praising Jesus that one guy is dead and the cop's life is pretty much over. Whether any of this had to happen, who was at fault? People will be debating that for years to come, but taking any kind of glee out of what happened, out of the results of that trial, Greg Gutfeld over at Fox got all of the people on the program he was on with on Fox yesterday after the announcement of the verdict. He got everybody really mad by saying, that he didn't even care when it came down to it. If it was the just verdict or not, he was happy with the verdict because it meant hopefully that his town wasn't going to get destroyed tonight. And people took some real uh, shots at him for that. But as we've been talking about this whole episode, you have to include this in when talking about this trial or any trial moving forward that is tried more in the media and on social media with people like representatives of the country and the president himself, in this case, making it clear which result was wanted. How do you expect those jurors again? not to be influenced by that. I hope they weren't. I hope they did their duty and they took it seriously. But I understand if I was on that jury, I think I'd have been a little bit afraid for my life, my family's life, if I came down with anything but the guilty verdict. And I'm sure that will all be discussed when the appeals process plays itself out. And wouldn't that just be ironic if the statements of Maxine Waters turned out to be the thing that got this guy out of prison now? It could happen. Then what are you going to do, anti-Maxine? Then who are you going to tell to riot? Because you are the problem. But I think we can all be glad that this trial is over and maybe some sort of sanity can start resuming because if you're on one side of this obviously justice prevailed and you can't say that the system didn't work if you're on the other side well then the system is still working because you have the appeals process this isn't like when you get tried on the television or on the social media and you get banned for life 30 seconds later it's a long arduous, drawn-out procedure when it comes to court proceedings like this in the United States. 
And that is because every protection has been put into place to try to make sure that justice will be done, that no innocent person will go away for a crime they didn't commit, and that it doesn't matter who you are, what the color of your skin is, as either the victim or the perpetrator, justice will be colorblind to all of that. And I think we're seeing a system that is trying to work. But there are always going to be questions, as Candace Owen said, when anything like this kind of a trial has to be viewed through a political lens. None of these trials should be viewed politically. Justice is not political. At least it shouldn't be. And if you're on the side that thinks it should be, you might be on the wrong side. But I'm happy you're listening, no matter what, to the Random Thoughts podcast. We do work on the value for value model, which means we put these shows out there for you. We hope you get some value from them. And if you do, that you send some of that value back to us in a monetary way. You can go to random thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com slash donate. Use the donate button if you want to use PayPal for a one-time or monthly donation. You can use the P.O. Box address if you want to send in a check, which is always a great thing to do. Your bank will even do it for you through your bill pay. You won't even have to pay for a stamp or a check. It's great. And nobody takes a percentage on anything like that. Or you can use one of the crypto options that are all there listed on our website, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano. And if there's something else you'd like to donate in, let me know. We can probably get a wallet address added. With that said, thank you for listening. We know there's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of things you can be doing at this particular point. And we appreciate you giving us the time to listen to the show. And we will be back next Wednesday, hopefully, for a little bit of a lighter show. Maybe something good will happen in the next week. Until then, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening.